Today, I'd like to talk to you about, is there anybody out there? On February the 18th of this year, after a seven month journey, the NASA Mars 2020 mission managed to land the Perseverance rover on the surface of the planet Mars. So as I speak, the Perseverance rover is currently roaming the surface of Mars and its mission is to search the planet for signs of life. To attempt to answer the question, is there anybody out there? But it's not just into space that we look for signs of life, but on this planet too. As we've emerged from lockdown this past week, many of us have been seeking to reconnect and rebuild friendships. And in a sense, the question has been, is there still anybody out there for me? Age 21, I found myself asking exactly that question. I was nearing the end of my studies at music college and as I looked out towards the next steps into my career, everything seemed uncertain. Friendships, my finances, my career opportunities, nothing seemed certain. And then a friend suggested I try reading the Bible. And I have to admit, I was quite reluctant at first. But as I began to read the words of the Bible for myself, I experienced something far more than just reading words. I experienced someone, someone who is there for me. The words of Jesus came alive. In John chapter six, Jesus speaks to a group of his disciples who are deciding whether they should keep following him. Jesus says, the words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Words are important to God. They are the primary way that God communicates. Throughout the whole story of the Bible, God works by speaking. He creates the world by speaking. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God speaks words of blessing to Abraham. He speaks commandments to Moses. He speaks songs to David, wisdom to Solomon, promises to Mary. And then the claim of Jesus is that he speaks God's words. So if God is out there, if he is speaking, how can we hear him? First of all, Jesus says his words are spirit. I think many people today are open to the idea that human beings are more than just physical beings, that each human is, has a spirit or a soul that can engage in prayer or spend time with God. Just a little earlier in John's gospel, Jesus says to those who are with him, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus says that his words are not just encouragement or inspiration, but they can fill and satisfy the deepest part of every human, that the hunger of your spirit, your soul, can only be met and fed by him. Over the past week, as we've been remembering the life of Prince Philip, it's been striking to see photo after photo, video after video, of him always being alongside Her Majesty the Queen for 73 years, her constant companion, regularly two steps behind her. 
and always there as a friend who made her laugh. In a time where so many of us have been isolated and experiencing loneliness, we're all aware of the basic human need for relationship, but we have an even deeper need for relationship in our spirit. Jesus's words are spirit. It's in a relationship with him that he connects to our spirit to fill us and feed us. Jesus says, the words I speak to you are spirit. But he also says the words that he speaks to us are life. Jesus declares that his words will bring life to every person who hears them. Life through a relationship and a friendship with him. When I was a a toddler, one of my good friends was a boy called Aaron. Our parents were friends and we played together and we had lots of fun together. But after a while, we drifted apart and lost contact. And on my first day of secondary school, aged 11, I discovered that a sign to sit next to me in my new class was none other than my old friend, Aaron. For the next five years, we did everything together. Every lesson together, every lunchtime together, sports, music, we were always together. Aaron was my closest friend and someone who made me feel alive. But after secondary school, we lost contact again and quite a few years passed by. Then just five years ago, I was ordained in the Church of England and discovered to my complete surprise that Aaron was also training to be a vicar. And then just a few months later, he too was ordained and we got back in touch to share our congratulations at our new shared career path. Friendships are life-giving. They form us and they shape us, but they come and go. The kind of friendship Jesus offers is a never-ending experience of his loving presence. With him, you are never alone. He is the answer to the question, is there anyone out there? He offers us life as it's meant to be lived, but also the promise of a life to come, an everlasting life, even past death. In November of last year, after what's been a a difficult year for us all, and in light of a a few changes that occurred for our family, I started seeing a counsellor once a week. And in one session, he asked me to write down a list of my abilities and qualities. So I started to write down tentatively and put words down like, I think I'm quite friendly. I think I'm maybe a good listener. And after a few minutes, he said, how many words have you got? I said, I've got seven. And he said, well, I've got a list too. And I've got 38 words. And he read them all out to me. And after he finished, he turned his page over to me. And at the bottom were written the words, Ben, have you forgotten who you are? I think Jesus wants to remind you today who you are. His words to you today are spirit and life, that you are loved by him, precious to him, wonderfully made by him, and infinite words of the value you have to him. But it doesn't stop there. Jesus, the word of God made flesh, the fullness of God's spirit, the fullness of God's life came close 
to demonstrate his love, dying on a cross to ensure that you are never alone and rising to life so you and I might know life and life in all its fullness now and forever. And we're going to respond right now by inviting the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, to come and fill each of us right now. You might find it helpful to just open out your hands as a, a, a sign of saying, I want to receive from you. I want to hear from you, Jesus. So we pray, come Holy Spirit. I wonder if there is someone watching right now and you're deciding whether you want to follow Jesus or not. And if you want to make that decision today, I'd love to invite you, if you'd like to pray a prayer along with me. It simply goes, thank you, Jesus, that you love me. I'm sorry that I've not been following you. I'm sorry for all the things that have got in the way of me having a relationship with you. Please, would you come into my life right now? I wonder also if there is maybe someone watching and you found this past week quite difficult, emerging out of lockdown. It's actually been quite an anxious time for you. Uh, anxious about being around people, anxious about reintegrating into relationships and friendships. And I wonder if the words Jesus wants to say to you today are that he is with you, that he can bring you his comfort and his peace, and he can bring you life a life in all its fullness. Amen.